Thank you for visiting the Queen's Catalog. Mind the roses, please. Hello, everyone. This is Glennis O'Donohue. Thank you for tuning in to the Queen's Catalog. Uh, For those of you who have not listened to the podcast before, the basic premise is this. I, Glennis O'Donohue, have completed a five-year question-a-day journal, uh, and I take that journal with me to interview people who I admire in the Queen City, and I ask them to pick three random dates, and they ask the questions. Nope. They answer the questions <laughs> in the book, uh, and they can look at my answers, and it's, uh, we do this in the hope of sparking a candid conversation about uh, life, Charlotte, and whatever kind of comes out of the catalog. So I'm going to hand the microphone over to Josh Jacobson and Adara Jacobson, who are here, and they're going to tell you kind of how we met. Oh, boy, how we met. That's a, <laughs> that's a really good one. Uh, well, I think, Glennis, we met uh, through um, Donna Scott Productions, mm-hmm. uh, and Donna Scott, who I had known for maybe a little longer than I, I'd met um, uh, the the crew there, and uh, I just became enamored of uh, the work you guys were doing in South End, and uh, we've not missed too many of your shows. I think we've no. seen a good number of them, and... Dara, I think we've gone to most of those shows together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Josh and I have always been big theater lovers. Um, you know, Josh used to work in the theater um, industry in New York, and so um, it just was a natural fit for us to seek out great theater in Charlotte, which you guys and Donna Scott have provided. So Yeah, completely. Yeah. Josh and Adara are downplaying it. They're both champions of art <laughs> in Charlotte and the surrounding areas, uh, and just to both really lend their voices and their time and energy to creative community because it goes both ways. And I think not many people uh, understand that. You know, it's like, you're a performer, perform for me, but yeah. it's a reciprocal relationship. Definitely. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. We are both huge fans of locally produced art mm-hmm. and uh, the importance of that, fostering that artist's uh, making sure that uh, they are well supported, that um, that they know that there is an audience and that there's a customer for what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Charlotte, we just believe with so many people here uh, that kind of locally produced, it kind of fits that craft culture that we're such fans of as we sit at our home bar here yes. and in front of tons of craft beer that we're big fans of as well. Um, so we see it kind of in the same conversation with craft beer and local artisans. Absolutely. All right, well, let's get started with the questions. Uh, What is the first date you have chosen? Well, I believe it's May 15th, which is? Our anniversary, our wedding anniversary. All right. (laughs) So the question uh, for May 15th is, what do you consider to be your biggest achievement? And you are allowed to look at my... uh, Oh, good. We get to... to, Read my diary. That's good. So, oh, did you get married on May... 15th as no. well? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a I see, I see. Well, um, so what is the greatest achievement? Is that uh, together? I think it's that we found each other again. Yeah, I mean, definitely. We, we talk about that all the time, that we kind of we're so feel so lucky and so grateful to have reconnected with each other. Josh and I went to college together and sort of went our separate ways and then reconnected to with each other and found that we're perfectly matched for each other so we feel super lucky to have found each other and I think finding each other would be the yeah, best. We were literally just talking about that uh, as we were driving around uh, today 
that, um, you know, it's not, it's not common to re- reconnect with someone, you know, a decade after uh, you've known them. A little less than a decade, maybe, but sure felt that way, yeah. And um, so we, we reconnected at a, a friend's wedding in Central Park, and I think we walked all over New York that night. We didn't go to yeah. sleep. Right. And then I got her on a train to, uh, and had no idea that just a few months later I would be moving down and uh, so I think that is our greatest achievement that we that we fought life to get back to each other, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. pretty great. That's awesome. What do you? Uh, what advice do you give to uh, couples who kind of aspire to? Because you guys are very much an ideal couple in my brain. You're like relationship <laughs> goals, um, but you both have very uh, distinct identities. Uh, so how do you maintain? You know what I mean? Because some hmm. I've been around couples that are all about like the love and that's amazing but you two both are strong individuals with distinct voices and aspirations but are also on the same team so well I think it's kind of like anything in life it's about balance you know you you recognize that you have similar goals and similar interests but you also may have things that you want to do separately from each other or you know Josh has career aspirations and I have other aspirations Mm -hmm. sometimes but um, it's about finding those that balance together and then also I think maintaining your own identity is super important too I mean you can't be with each other all the time (laughs) it's good to have a separation as well yeah for sure I also feel like we always say it's all in the timing and that we I was very different when we knew each other uh, before and I matured uh, a lot over that time so um I don't know yeah yeah well I think she and I wasn't even when we reconnected uh there was uh still some work for me to do and I think having someone that inspires you to want to do that work you know it's doing the work and I think that rolls into everything that we both are committed to that we're willing to kind of dig down and do the hard work, whatever that is. Um, and it, because we're inspired by the, by our, the happiness that we found yeah. uh, to preserve that and to advance that. It's the perfect storm. I mean, you have to want it for yourself, but then it also, like all the elements have to be lined up right, just right in the same way too. Yeah. So it's kind of, I mean, it's not easy, no. uh, you know, it, you have to, you have to work at it, but then things just have to work out right, too. It's an element of luck and timing as well, for sure. Yep. Excellent. Great answers. All right. The next date, you guys can tell them which date it is while I get it. Ready? I believe it's August 9th, which is my birthday. <laughs> oh, Josh's birthday. All right. This one is write down your last sent text message. So if you guys do you have your phone, <laughs> Jeez. does it have to be oh, to no. each other or can it just be any sent Whichever text one you message. want to do. This should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you do yours. Yeah, for sure. I, my, my phone's charging. Well, the very, the very last one that I sent was actually um, to somebody that I just met, um, a, a person who is a neighbor in the neighborhood that we had over um, the other night. And so what I said to her, my sent text message was, you are very welcome. We enjoyed meeting you guys. Josh and I added you to a Facebook event that has details <laughs> related to camping at the Rural Hill Beer and Music Festival. Looking forward to hanging out again soon. That's kind of like a perfect... You know, not I mean not you guys are in your life, but that's a great 
snippet of your all's lives. Like you're inclusive, you're adventurous, you're like, all these things. We're definitely, uh, I think, as only children who are also not having children, right. we realize how important it is to foster uh, friendships and you know build a community yeah. uh, and. So the other night we thought, why don't we have people from our own neighborhood over, who we don't know, some in some cases, uh, to come, you know, get to know them and uh, other people who have an interest in beer or interest in uh, hanging out. And it ended up being people that we uh, we had a lot in common with. And they were, we said, oh, we're camping, and they said, oh, we love camping. So uh, it's kind of neat how uh, I think you were saying something about Charlotte and. That, that sort of sense of um, what we don't have uh, and, and kind of fixating on maybe the things that we don't have. But um, we have so much here and so much to be uh, thankful for. And the more connection we can create with other people, uh, that opportunity to, to sort of um, create the world we want for ourselves, um, that's sort of our mantra, I think, is that we really feel like we have to be intentional. Definitely. Intentional. We, we, we set a goal this year for ourselves of meeting new people and fostering new relationships because you we have a very comfortable home here and it's very tempting to just stay at home right. and yeah. just be comfortable. But um, you don't find anything new and exciting by doing that. So you have to be, we wanted to put ourselves out there and, you know, it's not always a hit. Sometimes it's a miss. Sometimes you don't, you know, make the greatest connections, but you can't win if you don't try, you know. That's perfectly said. <laughs> awesome. And just from the technology side of things, are you guys connected to your phones all the time? Because... Since becoming a mother, I try very hard to put, yeah. as, as I interview you on my phone, <laughs> I try to put the phone down, um, and it's very hard. <laughs> it is. I think, I mean, Josh kind of has to be connected to his phone because he owns his own business, mm -hmm. and so he's serving a lot of clients, and so there's, there's a lot of, you know, need for being responsive that I think he feels. So he has that um, that's based out of a need for his business and livelihood. But um, I think that we try to remember to put it down from time to time and spend more time talking or, you know, watching a movie together or going Part for a walk. Particularly or, Sundays. I feel yeah. like Sunday is the day to, like, put the phone... In fact, mine's plugged in somewhere in the house and <laughs> I don't have it right here in front of me. So uh, I try to... Particularly this year, just the start of this year, I think the first quarter, uh, there's only been maybe three Saturdays that I haven't had a, a board retreat or some sort of facilitation to do. So... You know, working kind of six six day weeks uh, back to back to back. Uh, Sunday becomes the only day really to just say, okay, we're not doing that day today. Of day of rest. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice to kind of set aside. Old Testament. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> totally. That's right. Yeah, Shabbos. I like, I like it. All right. So the third date is. Third date is. My birthday, December eleventh. All right. These questions are going in like a beautiful uh, chronological way. What's on your wish list? So looking ahead, what do you guys, you guys have a, you know, very full life, but <laughs> on the wish list. Well, I think we both love to travel. So we always wish for more travel. Um, we always kind of look at the year ahead and say, okay, what trips are we taking mm -hmm. this year? That's like one of the 
first things that we like to plan for mm -hmm. in the year ahead. So definitely I would say travel is on our wish list. Yeah, for sure. I'm a little type A, not not a lot type A, but I'm a little type A to the point where we do have our travel schedule uh, mapped out for the next, oh, five to seven years. And uh, it's a big world. We have a plan. Yeah, there's room to change it if we decide to. But that's we right. Have a an outline. We have an outline, yeah. So travel is definitely a big part of it. I do feel like we've captured a, a moment in time now. Uh, my my parents moved here a few years ago, and Adar's uh, parents had uh, been in this area since she moved here uh, 18 years ago. So just to have all the family here, mm -hmm. uh, everyone is doing pretty well. We have some folks on the mend in the family, but <laughs> um, in general, we have been doing a lot of uh, family outings to the Tosco music parties, okay. which has been really awesome. And uh, it's been a way for us to, as a fam whole family, two cars, family, <laughs> we go down, we have dinner, and then we go uh, to the Tosco music party. And to see my parents and, and Adara's parents kind of get back into music and really enjoy uh, that experience. Uh, that's been probably the most heartening um, family uh, stuff we've done of late. My, my mother is mending uh, from foot surgery, but we hope to go back so uh, to the Tosca Music Party, the Beatles tribute that's coming oh, up wow. in June, which we love. That's that's. Have you, have you done that before? No. Ever been to yeah Tosca I Music? I recommend it. It's really a cool Charlotte. John Tosco is a Charlotte gem. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, and um, and just the experience of it, yeah. you know, brings all these musicians to come in and do a couple songs, and you get a wide variety of different artists and. Um, so I'm really looking forward to everyone being back on the mend and going again in, in June uh, to the, the Beatles show. Do you guys have, now I'm curious, because you've traveled a lot together, do you have a funny uh, like travel anecdote about things not going oh. well? Yes, we do. Oh, <laughs> you set us up. Like, we don't even have to think about that one. We can just tell you exactly what oh, happened. Oh, my. So we went to Paris back in 2012. Mm -hmm. And uh, as uh, foolish travelers who uh, had not had anything bad happen to them traveling, we decided to put all of our clothes in checked luggage that ended up uh, not following us to where we were going. And so we spent the first six or seven days no in Paris luggage. with no luggage, no clothes, yeah, no nothing. Gosh. But with, a, with the temptation or with the knowledge that the airline was telling us that it would be delivered any day now. So it wasn't like go out and just just treat it like your luggage isn't going to be with you and go get new clothes. So it was like going and getting underwear and socks, but like <laughs> waiting every morning like for the car to come and then them to say, oh, sorry, not today. It's not going to be today. It's such a bummer because we had, you know, obviously had been looking forward to this trip and planning for it for so long. And then, like, immediately we're given this obstacle. Like, okay, we don't have any luggage. But then we were like, we won't let that, you know, right. ruin our tra trip. We will keep going. We are going to have fun, darn it, despite this yeah. problem. If we could do it all over again, I would have that day that it happened just said, let's just go buy some clothes and just pretend like our clothes aren't going to be there. So we ended up living in these clothes for like say, seven are days. In, are you in every picture? It's the same clothes. Same clothes, oh, yeah. No. To the point where my jeans would stand on their own. Like they, they would hang over in the corner and they would greet me in the morning like... <laughs> Another day, another day in France, Josh, and I'm like, absolutely, pants. Let's go, let's go forth. He so that was, was complaining too because um, it's hard to find clothes. Like Josh is the tall guy, big guy. Like 
<laughs> everything in France seemed to be like oh this gosh. micro sure. level, like yeah. tiny, tiny little clothes. Tiny, tight clothes. <laughs> and Tiny France pants. Tiny France pants. Yeah. I did try to get some pants. <laughs> it's a, such a minor kind of stupid thing. Um, because people are like, oh, well, I've gone backpacking through Europe with, like, you know, <laughs> nothing. But that was your plan. See, that's the point, is that it was your plan. And yeah. so to sort of be thrown this obstacle, but then not, never to kind of be given an opportunity to just overcome the obstacle yeah. so that every day you're, like, pining, waiting for a truck that's never going to come and just getting frustrated. So that would be probably a good example of oh, man. tough. We learned, our we learned a lesson. <laughs> for those who are listening, pack a second uh, set of clothes and put it with you on a carry on yeah absolutely that's good advice <laughs> yeah all right well those are our three questions um if you guys do you have anything you want to plug your business sir or upcoming event no um <laughs> general just general advice well support nonprofit organizations support uh locally produced theater support support locally everything you know we make charlotte awesome yep. adopt, adopt don't dog. shop <laughs> adopt don't shop we have two Adopted dogs that are the light of our lives. Uh, make make your world. Don't complain. Go do right. Yeah, definitely. I read a great quote earlier today. It said, "This isn't your practice life. Like this is it, y'all. If not a drug if you don't like it, yeah, exactly. Change it. If you don't like it, change it. That's awesome. Great advice. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed this, please go to iTunes and subscribe and rate the Queen's Catalog five stars. Um, All right. I'll talk to you guys next week.